there's a lot of super awesome internet debates that it is like really cool to have an awesome take or opinion on. You know, like, is a hot dog a sandwich or should pineapple be on pizza? You know, those kinds of cool debates. And this week's episode revolves around the subject of another really interesting internet debate about whether or not Die Hard is a Christmas movie. I mean, we're going to talk about just the movie Die Hard. So, and how Star Wars is... (laughs) This week, Die Hard. There, Mike. Oh, yippee kaye there, Josiah. <laughs> yippee kaye, Mr. Falcon, as I think mm-hmm. they say on TV Something when they have to like bleep that. it out. Yes, those are always fun and creative. Welcome back to the show. And speaking of fun and creative, this is our podcast. It's called How Star Wars Is It? And this is a fun and creative podcast where we compare things to Star Wars. Uh, we rate things on a scale of one to ten of not how good they are or mm-hmm. how bad they are, but of how Star Wars they are. That factors in. Because Star Wars has some good and some bad, but ultimately we're giving this a score out of one from one to ten. How Star Wars it is. Imagine everything that has the name Star Wars on it: movies, books, comics, TV, games, and you boil all those down into one big old pot of chili. That is our standard we're measuring against. And this week, what we are measuring against that chili standard is the Christmas question mark classic question mark Die Hard Die Hard question mark. <laughs> we 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 kind of have done a light themed month for for December. Last year we did a full holiday month. That's right. We did all things to do with different holidays. Mm-hmm. Uh, including okay. The movie. Going back to fun and creative. By the way, I do. I know that we say like, yeah, our dumb, stupid podcast. I think we have a great, smart podcast. <laughs> <laughs> at the very least, we have a good podcast at gmail.com. At gmail.com. I agree. <laughs> the uh, fact it, that we covered holidays. <laughs> That's and part and, funny. Yeah, part and parcel to that, th- this being fun and creative, is last year during holiday month, <laughs> guess what we did? <laughs> Uh, Groundhog Day, yeah. because that's a holiday. We did the holiday the of Easter Halloween, Bunny. I think. <laughs> uh, no, we did the movie we Groundhog did the movie Day. Groundhog Day. And then we did the Easter Bunny, like the, the, the character. <laughs> and then we did April Fool's Day. Yes. Uh, the day, the actual the holiday. Uh, and then we the did Hall- Halloween holiday. the movie. And then we did Halloween the movie <laughs> because we didn't do that during our scary, uh, scary week. And then we also did Rise of Skywalker because that's when uh, yeah. Rise of Skywalker. Well, and this came month out. we'll have a similar thing because we started with Avatar: The Last Airbender, I believe, which mm-hmm. isn't necessarily related to the holidays, but um, no. it's a great, wonderful show. We're doing this. We're doing a holiday adjacent thing next week, and then mm-hmm. we're ending the month, of course, with another Mission Impossible. With another movie. Mission Impossible <laughs> that is also not related to. Oh, you know what we're gonna have to do is we should we should do a, a and this might be off the pod, but we should do a, a bonus episode on the uh, Lego <laughs> Christmas special. The I Lego holiday special. no kidding thought you were going to say Lego Mission Impossible, and I freaked <laughs> out because I thought that was maybe gonna be real. Dude, um, yeah, I mean, that's we definitely right? need to watch that shit. When does that come out? I think maybe it... I think it's already out. Oh shit! Because Delaney was talking about how how he watched it. 
Oh, okay. Well, I yeah. need to so, catch up and watch that. And we're back, and we're doing Die Hard, and we're it's ostensibly a Christmas movie, and you know we we made some we we being made fun during the cold open. Um, some people consider this a Christmas movie. Some people don't. This is an, yet another debate that I find deeply uninteresting because it doesn't really matter to me. I know I like this movie. I have started over the last couple years watching it with my dad mm. uh, around the holidays. Like when we are able to get together as a family, we'll watch it. Our, our go-to Christmas Eve movie for my family, because you know you gotta have everyone's got them, right? Uh-huh. You got your classic family ones. We uh-huh. always watch Elf, sure, uh, because like that's what we just have watched for forever. Uh-huh. Always on Elf the night before Christmas, uh, which is called Christmas Eve, <laughs> the name <laughs> of it. And uh, then a couple of years ago, we realized that my brother, my dad, and I had seen Die Hard, but the rest of my family hadn't. And did my voice just crack? Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get a cough drop. But so I was, uh, so we started started watching it. We've watched it every, you know, during the week of Christmas we uh-huh. watch it. This is, and I was talking with Mike about this, Die Hard is legitimately one of my favorite movies. Like, I never get tired. There's yeah. very few movies that I never get tired of watching, and Die Hard is one of them yeah. that I'm like, I could watch it whenever, and I'd be, I'd be like, yeah, I'd fucking watch Die Hard. It's, like, let's do it. It's one that I was really only introduced to um, in the last, like, three or four years. Maybe even fewer than that, because I... So, here in the Chicago music comedy world, there is a Die Hard musical parody that was being done for a number of years by a bunch of friends of ours. In fact, Caitlin, my fiancé, was in it. Um, the most recent go-around. Um mm-hmm. And by then I had seen it. That was just like maybe last. I don't remember. Time doesn't fucking mean anything anymore. Yeah. But, um, I I probably saw it for the first time in like 2018. And I remember, you know, like I know it's like culturally a classic. I know some of the like touchstones that there's like Hans Gruber and there's a, a, a skyscraper and he walks with bare feet on glass or whatever. But like right, right, right. that's all I really knew. And when I watched that movie as, you know, like someone in his like late 20s, uh, for the first time in like the twenty teens, <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Well, that may well have been a perfect movie." <laughs> yeah, it, <laughs> like, it is one it of those. Is, I don't know how we just recently rewatched Back to the Future too, and yeah. not Back to the Future too. Although we did watch that also, as well, great. But like the first Back to the Future and the first Die Hard have a lot in common to me in that they are just perfect. You yeah. can poke holes in some of the things and like the logic, you know, like why would Marty's brother fade out of the photograph first, but not him, you know, like, yeah. but the movie is like holding you, your face on the screen and it's like, watch me, I'm great. Yeah. And like, there's no, there's nothing that is set up that isn't paid off. There's not, there's nothing extraneous. It's like no. the leanest and most like substantive type of movie and i don't know how those don't get made more often the last (laughs) time i can remember okay so so yes i agree die hard is one of those movies and i think it is one of those movies similar to a A new hope uh uh, which like is taught in screenwriting classes because you can line up the exactly where all the beats are yeah right exactly where they go with your page numbers and And i think also to do with new hope and back to the future they and Die Hard, they shouldn't really work. Yeah, and they shouldn't have ever gotten made. And well, Die Hard, and that's what's interesting about so good Die Hard movies always start out not the scripts always start out as not 
a Die Hard movie. And then they just put his name on it or whatever. Yeah, so yeah. like the script for Die Hard wasn't like Die Hard originally or something, but then it became Die yeah, Hard. Yeah, I watched, did you watch that Netflix show, The Movies That Made Us or something like no, that? No, but they did is there one a Die Hard on episode? Die Hard. Yeah, it was a really good, I watched I it a watch while that. ago now, but it, it, there was a book and now I can't remember the name of it, but it was a similar story. It was like a, it was like a skyscraper being held hostage, but like, it got shopped around for a long time because, like, right away the rights got bought. I think for the for the book, and then um, yeah, and then the name well, became Die Hard. Like a lot's changed, I think. But um, yeah, also I, like I just the don't original, know how they made it happen. And to go with like how it shouldn't have worked and it shouldn't have been good is like the original idea was to have like an Arnold Schwarzenegger or like right. Uh, uh, what's his face? Like um, Stallone or Stallone type, yeah, exactly, you know, a really big guys. muscly action star. You know, and what's, so then what's also in common between that fact and and those other two we were talking about, the star, like, shouldn't have been the star. Like, right, it's Luke sort of a was kind of a little whiner. Michael yeah. J. Fox wasn't even hired at first. I think it's who they wanted at first, but they they had they shot like almost the whole movie with Eric Stoltz famously. Well, and he then was they from, fired him, and then and he's also like like Michael J. Fox is like a puny. Sort yeah. of wise guy and from a TV, sitcom guy, and yeah. and so is so is Bruce Willis at the time right. he was on Moonlighting, and and I think both of them serve their character appropriately because they're sitcom guys. Marty yes. has the line of like, oh, "If only I had more time." Wait a yeah. second, I'm in a time machine. I have all the time I want. Like he has a lot of lines that are like essentially like fourth wall winks, and yes. so does Bruce Willis. He talks yeah. to himself John the whole McClane, fucking yes. movie. <laughs> John McClane is constantly narrating basically what he's doing to himself. He's like, "Why didn't you save him? Because you'd be dead too, asshole." Like yeah. who are you talking to, yes. John? And, like, and he's like constantly. He's like he kisses the freaking. Uh, like the the nudie calendar, like yeah. the little porny stuff. He's always like looking at boobs and stuff and being like, "Oh, hey, just see that." It's like, "What are you? Who is this for, John? Yeah. You're by yourself." Yes, it's like he knows he's in a movie, kind of, but it never it bit. never feels like dishonest. Like, no. you know, Eddie the Coast, have a few laughs. Have a few laughs. <laughs> it's also like the yeah. So like this movie did for action movies, I think what in a lot of ways what. As long as we're talking about like Star Wars, all of and, these genre uh, all definers, these other ones, right? Yeah, because they're genre definers, right? And they're genre changers. Because Star Wars was like sci-fi can be something different, and even Back to the Future was like, hey, this is a sci-fi, but really it's like a comedy kind yeah. of like coming of age story. Yeah, and then this this proved that action movies could have a more like regular lead which like in this movie bruce willis is obviously in great shape like he looks good but he's not the muscle crazy you know stallone Schwarzenegger. you believe that he's like a real cop as opposed to like an action movie hunk yeah anytime you see those old schwarzenegger movies you're like you're not a scientist you are you are a bodybuilder you cannot look like that schwarzenegger and they (laughs) told you to say these lines (laughs) and i think like i think these kind of movies that are just like I mean, we've talked a lot about how Pirates of the Caribbean was like a movie that's similar where there's just no fat. Yes. It holds your attention all the time. The ones I can think of most recently in recent years, at least that I've seen, would probably be Knives Out. I thought Knives Out was really good in it's that way. It's like seamless and, and then, perfect. Yep. Uh, Mad Max Fury Road was one where I was I just like the whole that. time. I was like, <laughs> that was perfect. Oh, it's great. Yeah. It's it's absolutely one. Of, I, I, and I've never seen any of the other Mad Maxes. That's the only one I've seen. And it was the first one I saw. And I was like. Wow, that movie was absolutely perfect in every way. Well, and here's and so, the thing with all of those ones, too. Back to the Future, they wrote that script over the course of, like, years. 
And the yeah. Matrix is that way too. And Star Wars is that way. And I think Die Hard, after adapting it from the book and like all the permutations, is a similar thing. And then in almost every single one of those cases, except for perhaps Empire, the sequels were like, okay, we everyone loved this movie. We got to make a sequel. And they pushed them out in like 15 minutes. And I, I have not admittedly seen the Die Hard sequels, but I know that they have a sort of back to the future thing to them that it's like, well, okay, well, we are in a hurry to make another. Or Matrix so I've, sequels might be a better... So I've seen actually all the... Well, that's not true because they made more, Jesus. But I saw... I've seen most of the diehards. I uh-huh. haven't seen the last couple because I read that they weren't very good at all. And what I would... what I would, Here's what I will posit. The... This is the general wes- wisdom for the Die Hard movies, mm. um, as far as I as I'm led to understand amongst amongst the, the fans in general. Uh-huh. They are similar to Star Wars in that they are inconsistent. Yes, where good. one one is wild, one is wildly considered to be the best, but then like three Die Hard three with Samuel L. Jackson is like considered to be right behind it. Okay, like very very good. If I hope I'm getting this right, I like two. I think two is cool. It's essentially Die Hard but in an airport, and. But that one's considered to be like, eh, it's good, but it's not as good. Uh-huh. Um, it's sort of the the Return of the Jedi, I think, because it's it's like they uh, were like, let's do it again, but he's in an airport this time. Yeah. And then once you get past that, I think like the fourth one they made, which I think Justin Long is in, it was the I, one where they were like, uh-huh. that's when they were like, we're going to start making these again. It was okay. It was rated PG-13, so it lost some of the like... Oh stuff that makes a diehard diehard. Right. Um, but there is like a uh, director's cut that's like the hard R with the more blood and where he can actually say fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, which like that was the stupid thing about that movie is because he goes his catchphrase, yippee motherfucker. In that movie, it's yippee mother. And there's like a gunshot that censors his fucker. And it's like, so, okay, hey. That catchphrase is only, of course, used once in the original one, and it became yeah. the sort of my wife of that movie because <laughs> yes. everyone's like, oh, this is great. The fact that it became a catchphrase is Star Wars because oh, yeah. people, like, fans know it, and then they, in the reality of the movies, are like, hey, remember the movies? Yeah. Like, it he is- said that in a very specific he says that for a very specific reason, because he and Hans are talking about himself in the the way that he's this, like, rogue cowboy. Yeah. And he's doing cowboy shit. He's doing cowboy. But, like, cow- does he do cowboy he says- shit in all the sequels? I, like, can't imagine that that conversation well, gets had again. It's strange, because he's not even really doing... I mean, the cowboy shit is just because he says, call me Roy, which, like, Roy Rogers. Right. Earlier on. And so, like, he's like, oh, he's doing cowboy stuff. So it's yeah, not even really... Yeah, he's doing, like, cowboy quips because, though, they set that up. Yes, exactly. So, so... He doesn't really do cowboy stuff. And it's also weird that he kept it, It's like John McClane was like, you know, that one time when I. And, and even in that in Die Hard, it's not even a punch. It's a little bit of a punchline, but yeah. it's not like an action moment when no, he says it. No, it's just like says, a cute, funny motherfucker. joke. Yeah. Yeah. And then like later it becomes like his like catchphrase like that he moment. says right when he does something really cool. Yeah. I, if, if I were it's in not any cow- of the no cool movies stuff. and he said that cool, I would go, what? Yeah, it's like, yeah, because it's like he said it to himself and then late for the rest of his life was like, I like the sound of that. (laughs) I think I'm going to say that all the time. Which is like all the different people in all the Star Wars movies saying like, I have a bad feeling about this or especially any of the more recent ones where 
they say or do something that they would have no business knowing about or having an emotional attachment to, but we, the audience, do. So J.J. Abrams is the guilty party here. Is yeah. like, hey guys, here, remember? <laughs> so, so, so this is what's terrible about I think everything is Rotten Tomatoes has of. This is once again what's strange because sometimes with older movies they're very inconsistent. So Rotten Tomatoes has, uh, Die Hard one has the highest rating, followed by. Followed by Live Free or Die Hard, the one with Justin Long, mm. which is not correct. I'm a man. And then Die Hard 2, and then Die Hard 3, which is also not correct. But but the most recent one was apparently very bad. Um, so that's the only one I haven't seen. A good day to Die seen. Hard? Uh, yeah, that's the only one I haven't seen. And it's apparently really bad, so I don't really want to see it. But I'm looking at other rankings, and, and I was... my The thing about how 2 and 3 are very... like People are like, which one's better? And 3 wins out normally by saying it's like mm. the second best but all that to say it's inconsistent right yeah, yeah, yeah. and the fact that they keep getting made the other thing like i was saying earlier the best diehard movies which which three was the other really good one started out as not a diehard movie it was a different script yeah, yeah. and then like they got around to it and they were like hey actually what if we put john McClane in this which is funny you know, because be if fun. anyone is is inspired at that point in time to write an action movie script they are inspired by die hard everyone oh, yeah. was trying to do there was die hard on a bus it was called speed there was die hard yes. you know like yes so if someone wrote a script and then it got bought and turned into a die hard movie that person's probably like oh well hell yeah <laughs> yeah they're like fuck yeah that's i wanted to do something like that here's here's um, a funny thing if you were in a coma or you, your mind got erased and you didn't know anything and someone told you there was a movie called Star Wars. Yeah. What would you picture in your head? And my follow-up is, is it the movie Star Wars at all? <laughs> because okay. that title suggests like armies battling yes. on either side and seeing those battles. And I will follow that up by making the point I was intending on making here, which is what the fuck does die hard mean? Oh yeah. D di <laughs> it's die two hard is really cool words. <laughs> die hard is like Tom Cruise, right? It's like, <laughs> it's like, it's like, it's like, these are just two things you put like, together. I know to sound like cool. old habits die hard. And yeah. like, it, it's like, it's clunky sounding. If you well, actually think about the grammar of it, like, and if you're like a die hard fan of something yes, or whatever, of course. but the, the implication of the title for this is that, he dies he's hard. hard. Right? He's hard to kill. Like yeah. he, he doesn't die. Which is itself a Steven Seagal movie, Hard to Kill. <laughs> yes, that's true. And the, the other thing I think this movie does really well, especially the first one, is like you said earlier, it makes him it, it humanizes the action star, but it also it hurts. Like everything he goes through, you can tell that he yeah. is in pain. His and that shirt he's is been brown by the end. <laughs> yes, as opposed to uh, which to mention Mad Max Fury Road again. The injuries that happen in that movie, you're like, oh, are they gonna be okay? And yeah. it's it's like the later Die Hard, like in Die Hard Four, he like jumps a motorcycle into a fucking helicopter yeah, and he just like yeah. rolls off it, and you're like. Okay, you're right. just a dude. You're supposed it, to be yeah. just a police In officer. In this, he really feels like a guy who ended up at the wrong party and yeah. then is like just trying to survive. So in the ways that it's that it's a genre definer and that it's like such a tight script and the ways that it's it's a little bit I don't know if it's as much of a component part thing. It maybe mm. loses a little points for that, uh -huh. but it's starting out pretty strong at yeah, the gate. Yeah, right. It does have a lot of like structural Star Wars points. Now I don't I can't remember any oh well that's not true because there is there are some bops in this because uh, oh, like joy it was the night before Christmas said all through the house <laughs> oh, it does have that uh -huh. <laughs> which is crazy because that's okay great um, <laughs> and what else do we have there, yeah so there's like Christmas music oh we were 
We haven't even talked about the debate about whether it's a Christmas movie or not. This movie right. takes place during Christmas. Yeah, so you you watch it at Christmas time, which at the very least it is a Christmas tradition movie. You know, I feel like yes. a lot of people do. I again to go back to our cold open where we were being a little sarcastic about those internet debates. Yeah. I think yeah. it's a little crazy to get into a heated debate or have a super strong opinion on if this is or is not a Christmas movie. You know, like if it is, yeah. then you could say that Rent is too. You know, like, I mean, you yeah. could say anything is. I, I will say though, like it does, however, however it manages this, it does have a little bit of that like Christmas magic to it. Like it does. Ode to yeah. Joy playing all the time feels sort of like, uh, like spiritual or, or, uh, uh, sacred you know yeah. like um the 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 way that this movie so so there are i think like you said christmas tradition movie might be the better word yeah. for it because it does the the reason why i think this versus a rent right because rent has parts of it that are in christmas <laughs> right this whole movie is on christmas Eve, that's true right? this and so like it's not i think it's a, once again i think it's a little bit of a silly debate because it doesn't matter you can watch it during christmas if you want right. to or you don't have to it doesn't matter but I think the <laughs> points for it being a Christmas movie are, the, are literally just the fact that it takes place during Christmas. Yeah. Because aside from that, uh, most Christmas movies have like, like Christmas themes stuff happening. Yeah. Or like Santa. Now I'm trying or to think elves. of any other movie that takes place over the course of like, say, one day or one week or something. And like, if it doesn't say that it's, that if it doesn't specifically say this is happening the week of December 25th, we can assume it is. <laughs> it's true. Honestly, any movie could be during Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> Land <laughs> just, Before just... Time 3. That was a Christmas movie. Hey, and you know what? Like, there's a lot of people in the world that don't celebrate Christmas. Cause, so yeah. you could also just assume that all of the people in the movie aren't... Uh, like like a uh, uh, r- r- part of a Christian culture, yes, and so they right. could just be, it could just be happening. Yeah, right. Uh, um, during but Christmas, but yes, yeah, some Christmassy stuff happens. So like, fine. I, I I get why it's a debate or whatever. I just don't think it's terribly only... interesting. You know what I do think though? I think Home Alone is more Christmassy because yeah. it does have a lot of like family Christmassy stuff. At least at least well, a, a shade more. And I think Home Alone is Die Hard for kids. Home Alone is absolutely diehard for kids. <laughs> that is absolutely true. The the thing about uh, Home Alone is that yeah, it has some family themes uh-huh. to it, right? And I think that's the thing about Christmas movies in general is there has there has to be like in order for it to be a legitimate Christmas movie, there has to be like a theme of what's the season really about kind right. of thing, you know? Which there is a sense of that in Home Alone because that's like about family, and he, he like re- learns his lesson about how like even though they suck, he, he misses them. Yeah. And the, the I was trying to think of like other things that like like Love Actually is is during Christmas. It's a Christmas movie, yeah. but it's kind of but it's weirdly like a anthology romantic yeah. comedy. <laughs> I was trying to think of other movies that are like could be made the argument that they're not Christmas movies, but they take place during Christmas. Oh, uh-huh. But I think like love actually might be a, a decent middle ground example of like, it's a c- Christmas movie. Like it has the things that are happening in it revolve around it, Christmas. It is as much of a Christmas movie as Die Hard. I think it is a I romantic think, comedy where Christmas is involved and Die Hard is like an action movie where Christmas is involved. Well, And I, I think like in order to be a Christmas movie, you have to be able to, in order to be a Christmas movie, if you take, 
Christmas away from the movie, it has to not work. And like Die Hard <laughs> yes. would still work if it was a different yeah, day. Right. He was like, going to visit his his separated wife on the West Coast because of a funeral or because yes, of a birthday. Literally any reason. Yeah. Like it could have been anything. The fact that it's Christmas has no bearing and on the movie. I guess we could say that um uh, love actually wouldn't work because when um, she opens the door and the big poster he's holding up says, say it's carol singers. Yes. That wouldn't make <laughs> sense in July. <laughs> also, 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 the say it's carol singers is such a weird <laughs> phrase. Like, why did he say Who's say it's carolers? Carol singers? <laughs> say it's carolers. We have a word for what carol singers are, and it's pretty common during this time of year. Do just you mean say it's carol swingler from my office, or, <laughs> or just say Christmas carolers because yeah. that's also like carol singers. Maybe that's singers? what they call them in England. Say it's you know carols. How, like they say boot when they mean the sidewalk. Right, right, right. Like they say fanny for ass. Wait, yeah. shit. Uh, they say fanny for. But no, that's a good point. Like uh, this movie, it's like... this movie would function as a movie if Christmas were taken out of it. Well, it's some sort things of... would change, but not like structurally. It sort of reminds me of the thing we used to say semi frequently of like, oh, if you took this movie and put star wars above it would it make sense uh-huh, you know right it's like the opposite of that where it's like if you take christmas away from it does it still work right. um so, so, so while we're talking about that i think i i have the answer to this in my head but catch me if you can do you have you seen that movie yes it's been a while though yeah so um uh, because you just started it and it takes three hours to watch it <laughs> um <laughs> yeah that that movie, like any time that the two main characters like talk to one another, it's on like Christmas or Christmas Eve. It's just right. like a fun little like cute layer in the movie. But like again, that movie would function if that weren't true. But it right. is a detail that's called out enough that I imagine people are probably less enthusiastically so, but people might argue that it is a Christmas movie too. I guess you. I mean, I honestly, I think you could make the. I mean, a Christmas movie. Is anything you want to watch during Christmas? All right. Yeah. So you mentioned what that you and your dad watch this like every year. Are there other Christmas movies that you watch every year? We, we may so have normally, even talked about this before. This but. year it'll be, you know, obviously different because no one's we're we're not able to get together for Thanksgiving because we live too far apart. Uh-huh. I'm with my parents right now, so I'll be here, but the rest of my family won't, and it'll be the same for Christmas. We're so not. So you'll able be to get home together. for Christmas. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. can count on me. Uh, but normally we do, we watch White Christmas the day after Thanksgiving. Uh, I've to never like, seen that. It's, it's great. like old, right? It's yeah, it's a classic. Like, it's yeah. it's uh, Bing Crosby, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rosemary Clooney. It's it's great. It's a classic. I don't think there's any problematic stuff in it like there is in some of those older movies. Right. As far as I'm aware. Like white people playing Asian caricatures. Yes. Or, or there like is that. literally a, a movie that is essentially the same as White Christmas called Holiday Inn. And it's also uh-huh. stars Bing Crosby and, and another one of those guys from back then. And the the concept is that they ha- they run an inn that's only open on all the holidays, and so they have to put on a show for each holiday. Mm. And there is a plot line that where Bing Crosby, in order to keep the girl that he likes from seeing his friend who he thinks that she's in love with, who's also in the show, mm-hmm. for uh, the President's Day, because uh, you know all the holidays. That for, holiday. <laughs> in order to keep him from recognizing him, he's like, "Oh, we'll just do a show in blackface," and so they just Bye. do a minstrel show. And and I remember watching that, checking it out from the library with my family and watching it as a kid and being like, what the fuck is going on? Like, and I didn't know what it was. I was like, this is sort of a weird thing. And then yeah. later, when I learned about what minstrel shows are and what blackface is, yeah. I like 
had a, like a hit me like a ton of bricks at memory. And I was like, yeah. hey, <laughs> what the fuck? That's yeah. a terrible plot line. It is, but there's not that, that in White Christmas because I've I've thought about that too somewhat recently. You know, like there's there will be someone who's outed because of like some picture from yeah. however long ago or whatever. It just keeps happening. I I've had that thought recently too of like I feel like I had some exposure to some kind of thing that shouldn't have happened when I was young enough that I wouldn't have sociologically known that. Yeah, and yet I do have a memory of going. That's weird. Yeah. It, Why it was, would you do that? It was like when I saw Breakfast at Tiffany's for the first time with Mickey Rooney, where I was like, even back then, back then I wasn't, you know, super woke or whatever, but there was still a sense of like, this is strange. Yeah. So all that being said, White Christmas, I don't think has any of that. The other stuff we watch is we watch Elf on Christmas Eve, and uh-huh. sometimes we've watched It's a Wonderful Life a few times. But mostly just Elf. And in the last couple of years, it's Die Hard. And when I say I we watch I've Elf, seen... I mean we put it on on Christmas Eve and everyone falls asleep. Yeah. I I know I've seen It's a Wonderful Life at least a handful of times. I don't have like a super clear memory of it in my head because that's like so the, the absolutes every year are the original Rankin and Bass uh, Rudolph. Yes, classic. Um which like I know every line inside and out, and then the Grinch, the original like cartoon TV special Grinch. Yes. Um, that my dad has both of those on DVD. We have there was a year I'm sure we I, I feel like we did talk about this on the show like last year, but there was did. a year that I think CVS uh came out with they were like beanie baby size, maybe a little larger. Of basically every character from the Rudolph movie. Yes. And I'm talking like weirdo tertiary ones like the coach. I think it's Comet is mm-hmm. the is the reindeer who's like their coach and like both parents of Rudolph and like at least a handful of the misfit toys, like so many of the Rudolph characters, and they would release something like you know, it, it was published however many they were going to make, like twenty or thirty or something. And they were released in batches of like three or four, and it was like every week. And we would like go to CVS and get those, and like we have like a literal black trash bag at my parents' house full of each and every one of those Rudolph toys. Except perhaps the polka dotted elephant is gone because my sister probably took it. <laughs> Classic Alley. Yeah. Classic Alley. That's adorable. I don't think you've told that on the show before because it didn't sound familiar. Uh, I also, in the Christmas sketch show that Marie Maloney and I did two years in a row, I had a bit that was like a solo piece that I was this Jerry Seinfeld stand-up guy. I mean, I was Jerry Seinfeld. I was doing a Jerry Seinfeld impression, but I was like an elf. I was called Jerry Sign Elf. (laughs) And um, my bit was just this rant about the misfit toys and why I don't think they're really misfits. Like... (laughs) You're a, you're a misfit if you're like left out of things, but like not if like you were made wrong. <laughs> like, <laughs> and and a f- a fish, no no no, a bird that can't fly but can only swim or whatever is like that's not anything. You're a toy. You're a toy. <laughs> you're a toy. I had a whole thing. I, this this isn't doing it justice because I will say it was funny. <laughs> sure, 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 sure. Oh, wait, oh wait, 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 it was funny? Uh-huh, it was funny. Oh, okay. Well, in that case. Yeah. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. But those are like the two musts. I, of course, Elf will be on TV and, you know, if people have gone to bed or whatever, I'll probably watch that. There's other ones. But yeah, like Die Hard, I, I will absolutely watch that this year. 
Yeah, I mean, I think it's great. The well, it is great. It's one of the it's one of the best movies, or one of my, my favorite movies, and it's yeah. fun to watch during the holidays, especially it's if just like so toit. It's so toit, especially <laughs> if like uh, like like I said, like we realized like my. My uh, family, the rest of my family hadn't seen it, and now we were like, let's just because because the reason. Oh, I didn't even. I told Mike this uh, when we were talking about doing Die Hard, but like the reason I even watched Die Hard in the first place was my dad. At one point, when I was in high school, we like uh, one of our things was going to movies together. Uh, like we would go. He even went to a couple of midnight premieres with me for like some superhero mm-hmm. movies. Um, Did you go to Man it, of Steel at midnight? Uh, no. I went to uh, that at midnight and I fell asleep. <laughs> oh, hey, I probably would have too. I did go to Green Lantern at midnight, which was a Oh, mistake. you know what? I might have too. I had a friend in Indy who was like a super big Green Lantern fan and I was like, yeah, I'll go with the gang. And of course we all left with our heads hung a little bit. My, my friends and I were in a Green Lantern phase at that point because there was some yeah. cool Green Lantern stuff happening in the comics at that uh-huh. point. And we were all, I think then we were like, that was great. And then like later I was like, that wasn't great. Mm-mm. But so my my dad was like, oh, I I've heard that these Die Hard movies are good. Let's. There was some week week where it was like just me and my dad at home for some reason, uh-huh. and uh, he was like, let's rent these movies and watch them. And I was like, okay. And then like as I told Mike, it was very fun and and also terrifying for me because my dad didn't realize that they were like a hard R with like yeah. a lot of fucks and yeah. there's like <laughs> boobs for two second and die, two seconds and Die Hard. Um, and like it's very violent and so like when i was watching the first one i was like oh my god is this okay and then my dad's like yeah should we rent the rest of them and watch them all and i was like yeah i guess sure man (laughs) i thought it was cool and very different from the movies i've seen up to this point because i was a good christian boy right of course Um, you were only watching the like the like christian related christmas movies not even anything with santa or oh no no, no. (laughs) and also i was watching these sort of uh for some reason, universally Christian-approved action uh, movies like Gladiator or The Patriot. Yes. Like what for the s- fuck? You're totally right on the money. I know. I had like a super like um, like conservative Christian neighbor friend, like one of my best friends growing up, and like I remember. You know, like, I wasn't allowed to watch, like, you know, R-rated movies as a kid. And I remember, like, he had a handful that he was, like, a huge fan of. And, like, he and his dad would watch. And I was like, huh? Yeah. And they were exactly those, the Gladiator. And I was like, oh, wow, cool. Like, how was it? Like, what's it like to watch an R-rated movie? You know, like... (laughs) There was I, I had so like bizarre. <laughs> my, my my older brother like watched those. There was like a, like like a very conservative Christian homeschooled family uh-huh. that would let their kids watch like and I say kids they were probably like young teens and like you know tweens or whatever. But yeah, they would watch like the Gladiator, the fucking Patriot, and like really violent stuff like that. But then yeah. like they didn't let them watch. I remember this so specifically. Because I thought it was so dumb, and it is so dumb. They didn't let them watch the first Iron Man movie because there's a scene in which he's in his like private jet, and there's s- sexy girls, sort of suggesting the idea that they might be pole dancing, but not uh, at all pole dancing. Uh-huh. And they couldn't watch it because of that. Whoa! And I was like, okay. And that's just—I mean, that's that's that sort of 
Christian conservative mindset in general is that violence is okay. Right. It's fine. Excessive yeah. violence is okay. Because it happened if, to our savior. Mm-hmm. But if there's a hint of sex, then no. Even though those movies also have sex in them, but you can fast forward through those. I well, guess. and they didn't have sex back in the Jesus days. That no, wasn't no, no. Around. Every everyone was actually uh, uh, immaculately conceived, <laughs> just right, like all Jesus. of them were. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's Up actually until why today. <laughs> that's actually why Jesus was special was because he was the last the f- person to uh-huh. be immaculately uh-huh. conceived. <laughs> yeah. Uh, should we? go to the break i guess yeah i think yeah. on that note <laughs> <laughs> let's jump in the pit, like baby. that that new canon by the way <laughs> yeah we I'm should rewriting. call up those council of nicaea guys are they still around yeah I pr- maybe well, we I've, can recontextualize and recanonize a few things i would love that there, there's nothing i love more than some deep bible cuts <laughs> so for our or listeners like meta bible it's like yeah, about the making of the bible. <laughs> yeah go look up the council of nicaea if you're confused and uh, if you're catholic you will have no idea what we're talking about because uh you guys have a different Bible than the oh, Protestants. So I go. didn't even know that. I only know, I actually made this comment to some coworkers just in the past couple of days. I have an embarrassing amount of knowledge that only, uh, that the only reason I have it is because of either comedy podcasts or like fucking family guy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not actually a smart guy. I just yeah, know shit from guy. like references. <laughs> I'm just a family guy. <laughs> Yeah. No, I, I mean, that that's honestly most of my pop culture knowledge is that, where <laughs> there's so many movies and TV shows I haven't seen, but I'm like, yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, I know this is from this I know because he, I watched I Love the 80s Part Duh, and yeah, I know, Andy I know Dick they said were, something about it. They were a ghost the whole time. Like, yeah. I know that. I haven't seen the fucking movie, but I know right, it. Right. I know, like, Fonzie says A and shit. Yeah. Like, I mean, you know, whatever. Let's jump in the pit. Bye! <laughs> <laughs> We love you, and may the merch be with you. That's right. Hello, Hizmiz listeners. It's Josiah. And, and Mike. Mike, here in the ad break to talk to you about our merch. We sometimes mention it at the end of the show, but we have merch. We've got several cool designs on our Tee Public store that you could get on a shirt, a sticker, a mug, whatever you want. Mike, what are some of those designs? Oh, we got Star Wars is Chili, the classic Skyline Chili logo reappropriated to our show. We got just straight up Hasui. We've got the logo for the podcast. There's a lot of designs. And we're always making new ones. They're always cooking in our brains. So go to our social media, Twitter, uh, Instagram. Uh, go to the link in the bios there because that'll take you straight to the How Star Wars Is a Store on Public. And it helps support the show. That's right. Bye, Bye. babies. How Star Wars is it? And we're back. Booby. (laughs) Hans Booby. Hans Booby. That guy is the fucking worst. He's so good. (laughs) He is a great I hate this guy character. It's he the performance is so well done because immediately you're like like fuck this guy such a choke and like <laughs> it's good because they needed someone to die to show that they're like really that they like, were serious serious and you're like yeah. i don't care if this guy dies yeah. <laughs> like i want sucks. this guy to die. like that that's again it's really good thoughtful screenwriting that they're like okay we need to kill a guy so they take this guy seriously let's kill this let's let's make someone that the audience won't be like oh my god what the fuck it's a very like save the cat sort of like it's the opposite of the cat it's kill the fuck wad kill the rat (laughs) (laughs) let's write a new book called kill the rat kill the rat how star wars is it hey everyone um if you are um a normal person and don't want to listen to 
Well, just some pretty awful <laughs> shit. <laughs> Fast forward, oh, what do we think, 15, 20 minutes? <laughs> yeah, may- maybe like five episodes. Just fast forward. <laughs> Just we'll see you again in 2021. Yeah, um, I, you know, I will put some. I probably I'll put some content <laughs> more. I might put a little drop of just being like, "Hey, we do talk about butt and go, tubes going. We talk about medical <laughs> things yeah. with your gastrointestinal. And so, if you have a weak stomach, we talk about poop tubes. <laughs> How Star Wars is it? So this week we're doing something a little different for the game uh, <laughs> uh, because we thought of this name for it and then it just made us laugh. But uh, mm-hmm. recently I had a colonoscopy and an endoscopy or however you say that one. Endoscopy, I think, endoscopy. Also, perhaps. And I think Mike has both. had a colonoscopy before. and so No, he... I've had an endoscopy, not a an Endoscopy. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay, sorry. I still Jeez. have a like completely pure sacred butthole. <laughs> I, have, I have a story to tell about that. So <laughs> okay. we, we both we had some fun stories to tell about this. So in, in lieu of a game this week, we're, we're doing a segment we're going to call <laughs> G.I. Hard. G.I. Yeah. Hard. About various <laughs> guests. Hold on, hang on one second. Pause for the uh, applause to die down. Uh-huh, uh-huh. No, guys, what? please stop. Hey, stop. Sit down. Sit down. Whoa. <laughs> I hope that lines. I'm going to make that line up. Okay. Uh, but I yeah, read so. that wrong. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so we both have some interesting stories to tell uh, that yes. are gastrointestinal related. We'll do our best not to make this just completely unlistenable. I don't think it's going to be too gross. We decided we're going to yeah. veer away from like the gross stuff. Right. So, so just to start out, I'm fine. I just had a both ends checked out to see if there's anything wrong inside well, and, me. And let's be clear, while you are fine, as you are saying now, you're the, the um the reason to get yourself checked out is that you're not fine. The reason, yes. <laughs> so I have a lot of gastrointestinal problems, right? And so so do I, I have I've been going to doctors to see uh, recently to see if it's just allergies or if there's anything else going on. Sure. So that's the reason I went to see if there's anything else going on. And the good news is, is not really a little bit, uh, but just some some like inflammation and stuff that we I've got some new prescriptions to try to fix. Nothing terrible is going on yeah. inside. So that's good news. That makes oh, me think, though, of a, there's a Eugene Merman bit where he says that, like, he, uh, he like, struggled in scru- school growing up. And he says that, like, his guidance counselor sent a message home to his parents that said something like, Eugene doesn't appear to have special needs. And he's like, well, that means I do. <laughs> I did enough that you figured you would look into it. <laughs> yeah. If I'm doing that poorly, there's probably something there. Yeah. Well. So, so the other thing, uh, th- this is the the news for you, Mike, and yes. just in general, is I did go to an allergist recently and got retested for my allergies, and apparently, I am not allergic to eggs anymore. Hey! So I might start doing keto, baby. It's time to hey. eat some eggs. Hell yeah! Uh, but I have eaten, I've uh, tried some some new egg configurations recently, and they're great. <laughs> uh, the thing I am allergic to now, though, is soy, and that is. In everything, so that yeah. sucks. But you said you had a funny sort of David after dentist kind of endoscopy. Yes. yes. Um. So a, um, we can either lace this into the episode or just I can point it out. It's not on my YouTube yet, but Ethan sent it to me to put on there, so I probably just should. But it's on Ethan and Dave's uh, Reddick and Krupp YouTube page. If you're interested, there's actually two instances of it. I did a song that Dave and Ethan wrote of my own story of my life. My stomach exploded when I was in college. 
Um, it was an ulcerate, uh, excuse me, a perforated ulcer. So an ulcer is, you know, like a, a yeah. small like divot in the lining of your whatever, in this case, stomach. Um, but it could, you can have an ulcer anywhere, I think, um, where it's just like a, a indentation. But the perforation itself means that like it was literally a hole in the stomach. Mm-hmm. There's a whole story about that. And um, the song does a good job of making it snappy and also not like super gross or super boring. <laughs> and we'll put in, and I, I will rip the audio from the song and okay, we'll great. put it in here. And you're but- about to hear that right now. Here it is. End of semester, freshman year. Everything's coming up, Mikey. Fitting in, studying. Everything's coming up, Mikey. Gonna destroy my final exam. Gonna go home and chill with the fam. Gonna chug Sprite till I don't give a damn that everything's coming up, Mikey. Maybe I'll find a sick dorm hang while everything's coming up, Mikey. Maybe a girl will fall for me. We'll sing, you're finally good enough, Mikey. Gonna relax and play some video games. Nothing too taxing, nothing too tame. This whole freaking campus will shout out my name cause everything's coming up, Mikey. But now it's time for me to go to bed. Visions of formulas and chapters dance in my head. Nothing to worry, nothing to dread. A perfect tomorrow, nothing instead. Cause everything's coming up. My cow! Shark pain has my stomach exploded. Holy shit, this fucking hurts, Mikey. Was it that hot pocket or am I just bloated? Oh, where's the fucking phone, Mikey? Rushed to the ER for a CT scan. The doctor gave me iodine bottle in hand. I choked it down with pain. I could barely stand. Hey, buddy, I better get a horcrux out of this at the end. Because, uh, you know, like Dumbledore has the, but it's R-A-B, it's fake. One, two, three, Everything hurts. Everything hurts. Turns out my stomach had hemorrhage leaking through the rest of my body. Nothing coming out but stuff going in. Nothing is coming up, Mikey. They shoved a tube straight down my throat. Out my nose, from my stomach and through my nose with Mikey's poop in a long clear hose. And through that hose to a jar on the wall. Fill it up, fill it up, what a ball. Ow, everything hurts. I felt the world start to slip. Then everything was cool. Oh, hey there, friends. Coming to visit me? Oh, this? It's just a, it's just a tube that redirects the poop that would otherwise riddle my body with toxins. Pops it over there into a jar on the wall. 
Oh, why, hello, eight different nurses, none of whom can remember my name. <laughs> oh, why, no, I have not had a bowel movement yet. Thank you. <laughs> Saving it for the perfect time. <laughs> you know the time when everything just falls into place. Two, three, and... Oh. Oh. Just confirming that is a true story, right? A hundred percent. Great. <laughs> Wasn't that great? Yeah, so that was true. Um, <laughs> so, um, but what your actual question was there that we now paused for, what, five minutes <laughs> to listen to that? Um, your actual question was about an endoscopy. So after that whole ordeal, um, by the way, I should mention that all of that stomach surgery stuff and like all that week of, of my awful life was my finals week, my first semester in college at Miami of Ohio, oh, which God. is in a very like rural area. And so the hospital that I was like whisked away to eventually yeah. was teeny. And the surgeon like sh split his time between other hospitals, like in the Southwest Ohio rural region. So like, I just got this like, you know, zone defense guy <laughs> who like drove over to Oxford at fucking two in the morning to operate on my stomach. Anyway, what Wild. you did ask was about an endoscopy. So after that whole ordeal and, and the semester ended and I came home for Christmas break. Hey, Christmas. Christmas. So is that song a Christmas song? I think um, so. <laughs> so um, I came home and we went to like a GI specialist just to like make sure everything was good. You know, I was all stitched up, but like, how is everything going? So they did an endoscopy and they, for, to do that. So what that is guys is it's like a camera that goes through your mouth that looks at all your GI stuff. Yeah. Um, goes down, your, order, down your throat. Yes. And in order to, um, do that effectively, the patient has to be aware enough to like respond to the doctors. Like if they ask you to like, you have to turn on your side or other things oh, like, interesting. um, so they put you on the like cuckoo David after dentist drugs, the like, mm -hmm. you know, um, like you're awake, but you have no memory and you're just like suggestive to anything. Mm -hmm. Scary drugs if in the wrong hands. <laughs> yes. And so I'm, you know, out of it and they do the thing. And then I should say the doctor doing this, this GI specialist is like maybe my height, but like even like thinner and leaner than I am. This dude was like, he could have been like a jockey. 
Like he's just like, just a, like a wisp of a man, or like a cyclist. Like he's just mm-hmm. like thin and aerodynamic and the guy, small. The guy like, on like, the guy on the the rowboat that goes stroke. stroke. Yes, the coxswain. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. He could be a coxswain easily, but he's a poop doctor. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he was the doctor. And so I'm in the recovery room where basically I just have to lay there until like my mind turns back on. Right. And my mom was with me, you know, I'm, I'm 18. Um, and, and of course it's in our, my hometown and the nurse who's in there is someone my mom knows because my mom knows everybody. Classic. And, um, so they're like chit chatting and I'm like coming to after like not knowing where I am and so, like, there's already, like, a disorientation factor. And then, of course, I see my mom talking to a woman in scrubs. And I'm like, yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And I'm sure I probably asked, like, the same two or three questions a dozen times and got the same answer. Because, like, your your memory just, like, doesn't work when you're coming to. But uh, one thing that I'm told I asked, and asked only once, but um, I was coming to enough to know that I was impaired, which is yeah. also crucial. I said this. Oh, 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 I should say. The doctor came in at one point and checked on me. It was like, hey, how's everything going? And of course, I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then he talks me. to my mom for like a minute or two. So I'm like clocking. There's another person in here. And that's about the extent of it. And then he walks out. He's out for maybe, you know, like 10 seconds. And then I say, it might even be the first time I've talked. I don't know. And I say, hey, I, now I don't think this is right. So I'm already giving myself this out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I say, hey, I don't think this is right. But um, was that in here just now? Was that Peter Griffin? <laughs> <laughs> and my mom, my mom goes. The the nurse looks at me kind of like, what? Who's that? And my mom goes, Family Guy, like the the cartoon fat guy. <laughs> And she does that too. She like kind of leans into the like sass of it. At least I, I'm sure I'm like embellishing this story to some degree, but that's at least what I remember or what I remember based on what she's told me. And uh, I was like, well, yep. I, like I said, I thought it wasn't right. That went, ex- that went nowhere that I expected it to go. I'm so happy. You, you, Peter Griffin? Is that Peter Griffin? <laughs> the animated fellow? Yeah. Did he come in here? I love that so much. I was actually a little disappointed because I was led to believe that I would be a little loopy after mine. Uh, mm-hmm. So so I, I must have gotten something slightly different done because, well, I did because I got uh, cameras went up my butt and mm-hmm. down my throat. And Hopefully the not corner. the same one. <laughs> uh, my butt around the corner, uh, around the corner fudges made. Uh-huh. And uh, <laughs> they, they, so they like put, laid me on my side and had me put a little bite onto a little the thing that held the, the little circle thing that was uh-huh. only one hole and uh-huh. uh, the endoscopy tube went down that way. And then I'm presuming they put one up my butt as well. So they were doing this at simultaneously. No, I'm, I'm, <laughs> okay. I'm sure there's only one of uh, one guy doing it, it. Uh, and all the people helping him. So I'm sure that he wasn't like, let's see if I can get both these at the same time. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> I, I, so they, they put me entirely to sleep for mine. Um, and I remember, uh, you know, they told me I was going to be entirely asleep. That was like, I remember anything, but then like, you know, you're always like, I'm sure it's not going to be that crazy. And then like, they were like, all right, we're putting the, we're putting the anesthetic in, breathe in, breathe out, breathe in, breathe out. And then I'm like, wow. I remember having the thought of like, 
this is the most comfortable bed. I need to make my bed at home like I, this bed. Anesthesia is so funny. Like they say, you know, like count down from 100 and like by the time, you know, like you fall yeah. asleep or whatever, it just keeps your mind active or whatever. They could say count down from four. Yeah. That was, that's that. Yeah. Cause I was like, this it's bed is like, the most comfortable okay, bed. Okay, fine. Then, I can do that. Four, three. Oh, yeah. wow. I'm really happy. Two, I'm asleep. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I felt my eyes were trying to look at something and then yeah. I went to the bottom left corner of my face and <laughs> fell asleep. And then I woke up and they were like, hey, you're all done. And I was uh-huh. like, I'm uh, still asleep, actually. And yes. so I just laid there. And then then woke up like more. And what was this is this is the thing that I want to talk about for G.I. Hard. Uh, Two things. One, potions are real. Like, you know, you know, like magical potions. Like, you know Uh how like Harry Potter or D&D or whatever. Liquid luck. Yeah, there's all these potions. Those are we have those. Yeah, we have yeah. potions. Uh-huh. In the last three days, I took both a poop <laughs> potion and also a sleep potion, uh-huh. and the poop potion made me poop for like six <laughs> hours straight until there was nothing left in my body but liquid. Uh-huh. And then the sleep potion, they they it was so precise that it made me sleep for like an hour and a half. Yeah, and then. I woke up and then by the time the nurse was coming back in to, to like discharge me, I was like, Oh, I'm actually awake. And if I had That's stayed a really there for good like, point, they can make you be asleep for like the amount of yeah. minutes they want. <laughs> like if I had stayed for an hour longer, I probably could have driven myself home. Cause I was like, by the time I got home, I was like, I actually fully awake now. Uh-huh. I was still a little sleepy, but it was like, just when you don't, you know, you're drowsy for a reason. But I was just like, yeah, we have so many potions. We just call them different stuff. It's med, it's medicine. We call it drugs. Yeah. It's drugs. <laughs> we call just... it healthcare and we charge you $500 yeah. for it. It's just <laughs> potions guys. Hey, if, you, if you're a teen and you're into fantasy, go into chemistry or medicine because yeah, we have yeah. real, there's real potions. Or at least go into finance. By the way, teens, uh, we got to let you know, don't chase your dreams, chase money. <laughs> yeah, also, actually, at this point, don't chase anything because the odds that, the if you're living in the United States of America, uh-huh. the odds that there will be an infrastructure set up to reward you for either chasing your dreams or your money by the time uh-huh. you're a grown adult are pretty slim at this point. So honestly, yeah. do whatever you want. Here's our advice to teens. Have very rich grandparents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll be good. Uh, maybe maybe know someone who has some land so yeah. that like you can go there uh, once uh, everything ev- eventually breaks bad. We should do um, more teen advice segments. Welcome to our te- welcome to teen talk. Uh, yeah, I was thinking teen talk as well. Hasweet <laughs> ha- ha- t- ha- has Hasweetinis ha- teens. Hateen. Yeah. Uh, the wickedly get, talented Hasui Hatin. <laughs> get into medicine. I, I, and it, it did make me think of when I took like AP chemistry in high school, the crazy yeah. shit where our like when we would do the labs and our teacher would be like, all right, well, we're going to turn this penny silver. And we'd be like, what? Yeah. You can do that? Yeah. It's like, yeah, you, I mean, you look, the top layer will be silver. And it's just right. like, what? <laughs> so you're okay. Alchemy? You're and talking? we're just doing this for free? This is for fun? <laughs> but that's... Is that the end of G.I. Hard? I think we gotta <laughs> say that that's the end of G.I. Hard. Although, you know, if we do more of the G.I. Hard... Or the Die Hard movies, we could, of course, do, you know, like a good day to G.I. Hard or yeah. live free or G.I. Hard. G.I. Harder, G.I. Hard with a vengeance. Yeah. Um, we could... This could be a backdoor pilot into doing the rest of those like we did Mission Impossible. First of all, very clever that you said backdoor. Uh, <laughs> like we've been talking about. Um... So, yeah, that's the end of that. And we should probably, like, put the wheels down at some point soon. 
I, should we I apologize? Wanna, yeah, we should. We should say um, publicly. Here, let's get a clean drop really quick for earlier yeah. in the episode. Just one second. Yeah. Hey everyone, um, if you are um, a normal person and don't want to listen to. Well, just some pretty awful <laughs> shit. <laughs> Fast forward, oh, what do we think, 15, 20 minutes? <laughs> yeah, may- maybe like five episodes. Just fast forward. <laughs> just, we'll see you again in 2021. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I will put some, I probably, I'll put some content more. I might put a little drop of just being like, hey, we do talk about butt and go- tubes going. We talk about medical <laughs> things yeah. with your gastrointestinal. And so if you have a weak stomach. We talk about poop tubes. We talk about... <laughs> We talk about and we talk tubes. about is a tube a straw and does a straw right. have two holes yes um, but so okay let's just like just without even like segueing we're back and we're back in and we're back how star wars is <laughs> die hard we did cover a couple of things that it was sort we of the, like genre definer you know like people after star wars were like okay what about star wars but you know whatever and what about die hard but it was you know this um I'm. I pulled up the rubric just to like get I ourselves back on track to like get through this fairly quickly. Um, character archetypes. They're really every character is kind of an archetype, but none of them are like such like hero's journey caricatures. You yeah. know, like there's a little bit more gray area, but I would say they are archetypey characters. Sneaking around is like the core premise of this movie. Yes. In fact, correct. I would say there's almost too much sneaking around. It's it's more sneaking around than Star Wars. Because yeah, from the, a proportion standpoint, it's more than Star Wars, right? The heroes in this movie are nonstop sneaking. Good versus evil, clearly defined, I would say, is like a 100% yes. Are you putting in values right now to the rubric? No, I'm just kind of like talking this Okay, out. gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Um, uh, yeah, I would agree. I would say the hero's journey is somewhat uh, uh, present here because... He is sort of called into action whether he likes it or not. Yes, um, I agree. I would say it's probably like right down the middle maybe for Hero's yeah. Journey. Um, does it have like a recognizable, um, you know, collage effect? Is it is it pulling from other in- influences in such a way that it's like kind of obvious? I don't think so. No, I don't think so either. I don't think that is... I don't think that's Obviously, true. they do like explicitly state like, Roy Rogers cowboy stuff. Yeah. But that might be the extent. So it, it gets more than zero points for that, but I wouldn't say a whole lot more. Yeah, um, I would say maybe like one or two just because it's, like I said, it's a redefiner of action movies, but not necessarily a composite yeah. of a bunch of different things. Well, and I think is it a redefiner is not a category on this rubric, it's but true. like it is a Star Wars thing. And that is a very special, specific thing that there aren't a lot of movies that could say that. Yeah, for sure. Uh, is it a movie? <laughs> is it, is it a story? absolutely a movie. <laughs> um, and then here's here's an interesting one. Do people have a big fat fucking opinion on it? Ordinarily, I wouldn't say yes, but given a lot oh, that we've yeah. talked about, people do have a big fat fucking opinion on if it's a Christmas movie or not. It's true. And, and to the you know, speaking to the more of the franchise in general, there is more of opinions about like the goodness of each one. Right. So yeah, I could say that that might be more in the middle maybe. Right. And then the only other two on the rubric are universal awareness. Is everybody like aware of this, no matter like who they are or what their walk of life is? I would say possibly less so than star Wars, yeah, but not by not, like a huge margin. It's not a 10, but it's like, yeah. you know, I think most people have heard of die hard, but not like you said, like you didn't see it until you're like, you know, late 20s. Yeah, like I don't think everybody has seen it. 
Um, and then does it have bangers? I would say it has a non-zero amount of bangers. Yeah, it's got a few. It's yeah. got a few. But they are not necessarily made... They're not like original bangers made specifically for this movie. Yeah. So, um, I, you know, man, I, again, to Andrew, thank you for this rubric because if not... If we didn't have this, we would be finishing our games at about the hour mark and realizing we need to wrap up the show after talking about poop for a long time. Yeah, and yeah. then, like, we would just be like, ah, okay. What um, did we say? Uh, what did we say? Does, is Obi-Wan Kenobi in it? <laughs> I, I just plugged in some numbers to the rubric to see uh-huh. what it was, and it was pretty close to what I was thinking. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Which, I which did has not happened do every that, time so, so far. So, this is a very well made rubric. Yeah. It, it, it is, you know, what I think did it that. Say? If we wanted to get crazy with this rubric, we could start putting weight, like weight to certain numbers. Right, and like yeah. like you said, specific things like the fact that it is a genre definer isn't represented on here. Right. But what I just plugged in, I got 5.33 repeating. And that feels pretty close because it is a movie mm-hmm. uh, and it's like a popular, you know, sort of franchise film yeah and I would we've say, definitely given um five and six to actual star wars movies right i think i think five uh, but i feel like most i feel like with our sort of the way we've been reviewing things recently most like movies that could be even close to star wars fall around that like five mark you yeah know? right they're never not gonna be a five because like i, I feel like we've given four to like some foods and random <laughs> bullshit you know and i'm like this feels like this feels maybe around that area i don't know Let, let's uh-huh. see what do you want to what do you want your unit of measure to be um i'm gonna do uh i'm gonna do reginald val johnson's okay because he's the cop from uh that says oh. i shot a kid yeah yeah so mine was either gonna be twinkies which i think is the same guy yeah or- same guy um, balling your toes up into fists on an airplane, but that's not really like a quantity, a, a quantifiable thing. So I think I might do glass shards. Mm, good, good, good. Um, yeah, I feel like, I don't know, five might feel like high for some reason, but also four feels low compared to what we've rated other things as fours. Mm-hmm. So maybe I'm, I'm going to say a low five. It's mm. a five with an it arrow just pointing down. Squeaked in, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's less than or equal to five. <laughs> yeah, less than or equal to five, Reginald Val Johnson's. Uh-huh. That's funny. I I was almost thinking as high as a six. Um, but again, like and and like we've said, in the future we will re address Star Wars movies and maybe give them new scores or at least yeah. an additional we score. We actually have and a plan for that coming up, which will be fun. Yeah. Um so I I don't feel like six is appropriate but now i'm feeling like hey what other movies have we done that got above a five that are like not even you know like space movies i I think yeah i think if this was sci-fi it would get like a six or six but the fact that it's just straight up action maybe is why i lean more toward a five so because yours is a less than or equal to five i think to to like match that i am going to say it is a less than six great so it's between (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah. five on an asymptote approaching six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is great. Uh, this is our new rating system where is we. It? <laughs> this is our new rating system where we use less than or equal to, uh, and it's gonna make things way more fun for when we when we graph things. Part of me is like super excited to hear this episode once it comes out, and the other like because we've covered so much ground. We talked yeah, we about have. a movie that we said we would talk about. We did we actually also talk about, about uh, uh, like butts 
from both a like medical and sexual point of view. Yes. Uh, honestly, and we talked about Christmas traditions. <laughs> honestly, if this episode had a real game in it, it might be the most like quintessential how Star Wars is it <laughs> episode because we actually did talk about the topic. We actually did talk about how Star Wars it was. Right. And then we also got wildly off topic and told gross personal we, stories. We literally <laughs> talked about dumb shit. Yeah, 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 we did. So it's this might be a... It'll either be the it, it might be the perfect first episode because you will know right away whether or not this is for you. <laughs> if, you'll if, be like, yes, right. <laughs> it it covers all the types of things we talk about, and if you can get through it, you're in. <laughs> you're in. You will like this show. Uh, uh, but yeah, so we got it. It's it's uh, less than or equal to or <laughs> less than or equal to five. No wait, yeah, less than or equal to five, and then less than six. So yeah, great. Well, which, which only can mean, if we take both of those as true, it can only mean that it is five. Because <laughs> five is less than six, and it is l- less than five. or equal yes. to five. <laughs> we, we set ourselves up for a really easy yeah. SAT we each, question. We each gave like a logic uh, variable, and if you use both of those to come up with your final total... It's a five. <laughs> Go watch Calculus Rhapsody on Mike's <laughs> YouTube channel where we have more math jokes. I say yeah. we. I don't have any over there. The thing I still get comments on, and then every so often I'll get a comment on one of my newer videos, and it's just a reference to Calculus Rhapsody. <laughs> Either like just a line from that song, or it's a comment that's like, dude, just make another calculus video. <laughs> You're like, like, I don't fuck off. <laughs> I don't know it anymore. I okay? don't want to. <laughs> and also that knowledge is gone uh, from my <laughs> mind. I don't right. use it. Um, well, hey, let's wrap. Let's time to wrap yeah, up. Please, uh, do you God. want us on the internet? <laughs> we, you can find our de- our stuff in the show notes. Yeah. Uh, how Star my, Wars is it? A good podcast at gmail.com. Yes, I've got two audiobooks out now. My new naughty one is out. Ooh. Mm. That was uh, a little, uh, it's a hard R. And uh, go. you can go find it if you want. It's probably not that hard for you to find it. I'm not going to say the name of it because I feel like <laughs> that would be incriminating myself somehow. <laughs> uh, but if that's your thing, go listen to it. Uh, what else, Mike? Any videos or stuff no, for the holidays? I, I know I keep saying like I'm going to try to shoot more before the end of the year, but like it's getting there it's, now. Yeah, yeah. Hey, we're, almost, we're almost a crimbo. It's going to be hard. I do want to shoot more, though, soon. Um the problem is like shooting a video of making something and then finishing the making of that thing. It's just like, wow, this is like two hobbies. It's two projects at once. It's yeah, a lot. it fucking sucks. And especially, I don't really like doing either. <laughs> especially to do by yourself. It's a lot. Yeah, right. Um, well, so yeah, uh, that's everything, right? Uh, so it's time for Tubby Bye Bye. Time for Pubby. Oh, yeah. I, I, was, I knew you were going to do that because the episode that just came out this week, I actually yeah. said that. Uh, but like we always say, <laughs> we, we love, love you, you. and may the fourth be with you. Bye.